Hi, my wonderful sweet babies. It's Destin Choice. And I want to get my podcast because I really want to address how a lot of y'all listening to this need to stand up to your motherfucking parents. Now, before I get started with this video, I want to make it very clear that I got inspired to talk about this because if y'all didn't know, Bad Bobby, aka Danielle Ravioli, I forgot her name, Danielle Ravioli, basically recently went on live and she talked about how she was keeping her distance from her mom because her mother was toxic and that was a shock to me because i think both of them are a major train wreck but i see that as bad bobby daniel ravioli is blossoming into adulthood she's starting to realize that a lot of the root of her issues growing up was really her mother so she's respectfully distancing herself from her mother and now that she's 18 she's really realizing that her mom is toxic and it's crazy because a lot of us have to get to a certain age to realize that our parents is toxic not only do i pay all of my bills and not to throw money around and all that but i also pay my mother's bills you're taken care of because of me not even without that included nothing that i'm doing is wrong how is going out and shopping and spending my money on myself that i work hard for how is that doing something wrong? I can go spend five hundred dollars. Oh, she's going broke. Oh, she's going broke. Oh, she, Danielle's going broke. Danielle's going broke. And even my money manager be like, Barbara, where are you like? Who tells you this stuff? She says KJ steals from me, but you think what do you think KJ doing? Going in the bank with a red wig on and saying, Oh, I need to withdraw all the money from her account. I'm Danielle Broly. What? You think Kevin wouldn't know? If, and how is KJ stealing from me? How? How? I'm not going to stop supporting my mom because I, that's just completely fucked up. Like, it's still my mom at the end of the day. But just because it's my mom doesn't mean that I'm going to, doesn't mean that I'm just going to let her fucking do whatever she wants and, and, and talk shit to me and treat me like shit. No, I'm going to just ruin myself in the situation. You still have money. You're still taken care of. You still have everything that you need, but I just can't allow you into my space because when you come into my space, you upset me. Like, it, and it, it, it's even little things. I'm not even going to get into it because it's little things, too. Like, y'all don't have to know all that. But, like, it's just the main things. Like, she, she threatened to call CPS on my boyfriend because I said I didn't want to talk to her anymore. And she literally said it like, oh, if Clinton wants to take me away from my daughter, I'm going to. If Clinton wants to take me away from my daughter, I'm going to take him away from his daughter. Like, what? Clinton had nothing. To when we're really young, very young, maybe even in your early 20s, you don't think your parents are toxic because you, you see that their love is pure. And when their love is pure, you associate that with goodness. So you couldn't ever look at them as toxic. But a lot of us don't want to admit that a lot of our relatives are toxic. Phony as fuck, narcissistic, self-absorbed, not good people, always making things about them, get upset when you don't reply instantly, having a nasty attitude anytime you talk about good things going on in your life. You don't realize that a lot of your relatives are toxic. And sometimes as we get older... Our parents start to get a little bit bitter when you when you distance yourself. You know, a lot of times you see these parents and these old ass people in these nursing homes and these retirement homes, but we don't realize that a lot of times these people want to separate themselves from their parents because sometimes the parents are toxic or gave them a shit upbringing. So 
it makes sense why a lot of people aren't close with their parents because sometimes the reason why a lot of our parents don't have friends or why a lot of our parents depend on us to be their emotional support system is because they themselves are toxic. Now, it's no secret that I pretty much built a lot of my channel and made a lot of videos talking about cutting off toxic family, cutting off toxic people, family mistreating me, family taking advantage of me, family not being good people, so me trying to distance myself. It's no secret that I've made those videos. And a lot of people have told me throughout the years that I've actually helped them or they've learned from my mistakes or they've learned what not to do or they learned what they should do when addressing toxic family. Now, let me just start by saying that it's very difficult to address and cut off toxic family because you say to yourself, eh, it's your family. Eh, when you're, you know, when your back is against the wall, you know, who do you really have? You know, all you have is them. Says fucking who? Because you could really build lucrative bonds with people who can turn into family rather than people that were inherently tied to you just because somebody fucks somebody, just because your grandmother fucks somebody and now you're tied to that person, just because your mother fucks somebody and now you're tied to these people. You don't have to be tied to anyone that is toxic or bad for your energy. People who are jealous, people who are spiteful, people who anytime you talk about good things happening in your life, they automatically zone out and be like, oh, or yeah, or they make it about themselves and be like, oh yeah, me too, and yeah, like I had that too, or oh, you know, you gotta stay away from people like that. And a lot of times, family can be like that, so that's why it's good to just distance yourself and stay the fuck away from people like that. Now, let me just start by saying that a lot of times we talk about addressing toxic family, toxic siblings, toxic cousins and relatives, but we never really talk about how toxic our parents are and how you need to set boundaries and stand up to them. Now, me personally, I come up, I cut both my parents to fuck off. They're just, they're, they're done. Like, you're done here. You're, you're, you're done here. It's above me. Y'all take care. Y'all be blessed. I wish y'all well. I wish y'all the highest vibrations. But kiss my ass. I'm gonna be over here. Y'all be over there. But please keep in mind that sometimes it's difficult to talk to your family and talk to your parents specifically because a lot of times there's just that imbalance of power because a lot of times we sometimes don't know how to differentiate our parents from people. Our parents are nobody special. Our parents are just people who had sex and now because of that, you're born. That's it. Your parents are literally no one special. They literally just had sex and had you and that's it. Yes, they're your parents and they're spiritually tied to you for the rest of your life, but keep in mind that you have to look at your parents as people before you can hold them accountable and set boundaries. Now, a lot of times, a lot of we have parents who just literally criticize every little fucking thing we do they're never happy with anything they're hard on us they don't listen to shit we do or anytime you address any trauma that they did to you it's always i don't remember i don't remember okay but you did this okay but i don't remember and a lot of times it's difficult to get through to people like that and that's why sometimes it's easier to just cut those people off now me personally I developed a lot of toxic traits because of the people that I was raised by. My father was very in and out and my mom mostly raised me, but I developed a lot of her toxic traits as far as I used to have a, a strong tendency of being people pleasing. And what was so weird is even though I'm a good person and a kind person, I also dealt with the negative effects of people pleasing because when people would be nasty and rude to me or do fucked up shit to me or disrespect my face, I would try to accommodate it by being even nicer and nicer and nicer to manipulate them into being nicer to me. That's sometimes what people pleasing people do and they don't realize it. And I got that from my mom and I quickly just broke that generational curse and decided that I didn't want to be that kind of stupid ass bitch who just simply has to please everybody for disrespecting me or please everybody because I wanted everyone to like me. So with me, the only way I was able to break these curses was when I was able to hold my mom accountable and be like, hey, what you're doing right now is bothering me, it's damaging me, it's irritating me. Now, granted, I didn't address her like that. I simply just cut her off. I tried my best to love her at a distance and be like, you know what? She's not a good person. She's not the best person. 
I know she loves me, but I'm going to have to just cut her off. And I felt like I had to cut her off because she wasn't the best listener. Anytime you try to address her, it was always a, but you, you and me and me and me and I, I and me and me and I and me and I, and then I. And you can't get through to, to fucking people like that. You just can't get through to people who turn it into themselves. People who make it seem like everything is about them. And they're the victims and everything, and they're the and they're the ones who are being attacked. You can't get through to people like that. So the best thing you can do is gracefully remove yourself and say, "Hey, uh, nice to meet you, but I'm gonna stay my ass right the fuck over here, and you have a good one." Now, I will say that a lot of times it's difficult to stand up to your parents is because a lot of us grow up being fearful of our parents. Our parents either one beat the shit out of us, screamed at us, yelled at us, punished us, and we feel just weird about standing up to them because we see it as a how can I stand up to this person because, you know, they're the mother, they're the father. You know, they say you shouldn't disrespect your parents. But standing up for yourself isn't disrespecting your parents. Standing up for yourself as an adult is not just being disrespectful. Because it's one thing when you're a child. When you're a child, you can't really do much about your parents' disrespect. If they disrespect you, violate your boundaries, make you feel uncomfortable, you don't really have a choice but to deal with that shit until you turn 18. That's just the cold hard truth. Wait till you turn 18 and get the fuck out of their house, go to college, get a job, save your money, get a roommate, and get the fuck out like I did. I saved my damn money, saved about $3,000, found a random raggedy-ass roommate on Craigslist, and I just moved in with him, and that was it. I don't recommend doing it the way I did, but I still recommend saving your money, saving a good amount, and then eventually getting your own shit, or moving in with somebody so that way you can get the fuck away from toxic people. That's what I recommend. Now, I will say that when it's... When it comes to setting up to your parents, a lot of times we have parents that put their expectations on us. Where sometimes our parents want to live vicariously through us. Like, you must go be a doctor because I made all these sacrifices. Or you must do this. Or they try to guilt trip you into doing all these things because they try to remind you of all the sacrifices they make. Or they put these unrealistic expectations on you. Or anytime you do something good, they don't ever really congratulate you or give you that validation. Because they feel like you should do more and more and more. And sometimes those are parents trying to live vicariously through their children. Asian parents are known for doing this and so are Caribbean parents. But Asian parents are more so known for doing shit like that where they don't normalize praising their child. They see it as if I praise you, you'll get too big headed and you'll feel like, oh, you're doing a lot or you're not really doing shit. So a lot of times we don't normalize praising our children. So a lot of times we do all these crazy things that we really don't want to do. Go to school for things that we don't really give a fuck about. Try all these things. Do all these things. Wear this. Wear that. Marry this person. Do this. Do that. Dress like this. Talk like this. Be like this around our parents. Because we feel like if we're not these things that they expect us to do, expect us to be or want us to be, that we're letting them down. And it's really unfortunate because a lot of people are fake as fuck when they're around their parents. Where when they're around their parents, they're the most innocent little batting eyelash little bitch. Like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, I keep my pussy clean. Like, you know, I, I said the most random shit. But they're just like little innocent, little goody two-shoes. But in the minute their parents look away, they're just a complete fucking train wreck. Now, it's one thing to completely just, you know, tone it down a little bit when your parents are around. But it's another thing to just be a completely fake different person when your parents are in the room. You know, at that point, you're not really being yourself. You're just trying to accommodate them and please them so that way they won't see that side of you that you really want them to see. They, you only want them to see that side of you that they framed you to be. And that really fucking sucks because if you feel like you can't really be transparent with your parent, if you can't be transparent with your parent, then you can't stand up to them. How can you stand up to somebody that you can't be transparent with? How can you stand up, stand up to somebody when you can even call them out for doing, being disrespectful to you? That is how I perceive it. So... All in all, I want everyone to understand that when you want to stand up to your parents, all you really have to do is just look them dead in the face and say, okay, look, 
listen, bitch. Nah, I'm kidding. I know. Don't do that shit. All you have to do is just tell them, hey, like, can we just talk about this real quick? I don't feel comfortable with this. I don't feel comfortable with that. Or how about this? You can move out of their house if you're grown. And then eventually you can separate yourself and call them when you feel like it or call them when it's necessary or call them and set that healthy boundary. You know, don't let your parents leech off of your energy or talk to you any kind of way or keep you in that child's place when you're an adult. If you're an adult, it's time to get the fuck out of your parents' house if you're having that issue. Or if your parents are living with you, they're going to have to pack this shit up and get the fuck out. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. You have to just protect your peace as a whole. And I'm not saying this from a place of, oh, I hate my parents, because I really don't. I'm saying this in the space of, no matter who it is, you have to hold people accountable for making you uncomfortable. You have to hold people accountable for not really respecting you. And a lot of times, our parents try to keep us in that child's place because they can't snap out of it. And when you stick up for yourself, people will snap out of it and stop treating you with disrespect. The same thing applies to your parents. When you let your parents know, hey, I'm grown, I'm not going to tolerate this, that, and third, this, that, and third, they'll be like, oh, well, okay. When you're grown, when you're grown, they're going to be like, okay, well, I know that I can't treat you like that no more because you called me out on my shit. And guess what? If you have that one conversation with them and nothing still changes, you're going to have to cut them off. Or if you don't cut them off, you're going to have to set that healthy boundary and stop going to their house. You're going to have to stop calling them. You're going to have to stop picking up the phone and let them know. And, and that alone is going to let them know that if they don't know how to fucking snap out of it and realize that you're an adult and that you're trying to stand up for yourself then at that point, they won't have that much access to you. You know, I'll always see people say that, oh, you know, this is the best way to put it. A lot of times, there are a lot of parents who complain about their kids not calling enough. But no one ever really asks the parents, why do you think your child doesn't call enough? You know what I mean? A lot of times, parents be like, oh, well, they should call more. They should call me. They should. But it's like, ask yourself this. Why do you think your child probably doesn't call you as much? Were you very neglectful? Were you not listening to them? Do you gaslight them every time they address something? Do you zone out every time they address their issue? Do you get very judgmental? Do the minute they tell you some shit, you go around gossiping and tell that shit to all your friends and all their aunts and all their grandparents and shit? Because that's a toxic thing too. A lot of times we want to talk to our parents and address them, but we know the first thing they're going to do is they're going to play victim and then they're going to go gossip and go tell all their other friends so that way they can go get validation and talk about how rude and disrespectful you are. The best way to put it is this. When you're old enough to move the fuck out, i.e. 18, pack your shit, get your own shit, and set that healthy boundary. Don't feel the need to call them all the time. Don't feel the need to, to accommodate their needs because at that point, your parents are grown as fuck. What were they doing when you weren't born? So the best way to, the best way to stick up to your parents is to, to just set that healthy boundary. It's not easy to just go across their shit, cuss them out, and tell them about themselves. But the best thing you can do is just set that healthy boundary and just stop paying them up and then hit them up only when it's necessary or when it needs to be a conversation. Because that alone would probably rub them the wrong way. But then they'll see that you've set that healthy boundary. And at that point, if they really need you, they'll contact you. If you really need them... You'll contact them. And when there's a family gathering and you feel the need to go, you'll go. But set that healthy boundary by just keeping your distance. Sometimes setting a boundary just distance. Sometimes you don't got to cuss nobody out. You don't got to go across nobody's shit. You can have one conversation and let people know about themselves. And if they simply are not trying to hear it and they're not trying to listen or they're not a good listener at all and all they do is gaslight shit, the best thing you can do is gracefully remove yourself. And that's what I personally did. I gracefully removed myself. My bitch ass dad, I was just like, you know what? I love him. 
I forgive him for the shit that he did and the shit that he didn't do. I forgive him for having a drinking problem. I forgive him for not being emotionally available. I forgive him for picking on me and saying nasty shit to me and my brother and my sister. I forgive him for not being the best, most upstanding guy ever. I forgive him for being in and out and saying, oh, you know, I'm going to come get you and I'm going to take you this and I'm going to buy this and I'm going to take you there and then never following through with plans. I forgive him for doing a lot of those things, but you're still a narcissist and yeah, um... I love you, but take care, and you go over there, and you stay the fuck away from me. That's just how I mentally view it. And it was no, I had to cuss him out. I had to tell him, hey, respect me. I I tried to address him on some like, hey, this, that, and the third, but it was very much like, oh, but your mama did this, and your mother did this. But see, it was your mom's choice. Your mom, she did all this stuff, and oh, well, you know, I, I, I didn't really technically do anything wrong. I love you. But take care. You know, you're not going to feel entitled to a phone call and feel entitled to treat me as that child in a box when you're not willing to listen. So I will respectfully not fuck with you anymore. So I respectfully cut him off. And you don't have to cut people off. Sometimes you can just respectfully remove yourself, no matter your way to hang out with them, and leave it at that. And the same thing can apply to relatives, cousins, your uncle, your siblings, your grandmother. Just don't hit them up as much and just keep that distance away from them and just don't speak to them. And then eventually they'll get the memo and they'll realize that if they want more access to you, they're going to start being more polite. You know, sometimes cutting people off or keeping your distance from people gives them some time to think. So when you give people some time to think, they'll sep- as you separate yourself, they'll reflect on what they did to make you want to separate yourself. They'll reflect on what they did or what you didn't do or what they should have done or what they shouldn't have done or what they should do or what they should do less of, and that'll give them some time to think. Cutting people off sometimes is necessary, but then also keeping that distance, that gap between y'all, will help them rationalize their feelings. Sometimes people never change. There are some people where you keep that distance and they'll still be like, oh, well, I didn't really do anything wrong or... Well, technically, it wasn't like that, or you're just being too sensitive, or you're being dramatic. You know, that'll give them time to think. You know, you let them think what they want to think. You be like, okay, fine, you know what, mom, you know what, dad, you know, you feel that way. Okay, fine, you know what, I'm trying to address it. I'm trying to, you know, let you know how I feel. You're not really listening. You make it about yourself when I try to address you, or you gaslight me. Okay, respectfully, I'm just not going to open up to you, and I'm respectfully not going to hang out with you, and I'm respectfully not going to call you as much, and we could just say hi and bye, and maybe in the near future, when we cross paths, maybe things will get better, or maybe not, and you'll probably die in a casket, and I'll probably never really rectify any of the issues we had together. Because respectfully, if your parents aren't willing to listen to you, they're more than likely toxic. Because toxic people don't like listening to other people's perspective. Toxic people don't like having thorough conversation. Toxic people like to assume that everything is about them, everything's an attack on them, and everything is all about them, 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 and I, 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 and me, 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 and I did this and I did that. And you can't really get through to those people. So the best thing you can do is gracefully and respectfully remove yourself and never speak to those people until they know how to respectfully treat you or act accordingly. You know, you can't really make people respect you. All you got to do is just call them out on their shit. And if they won't respect you, boom. You had a conversation. Now you know how to move. So that's how I feel on that. So all you really have to do is stand up to your parents, set that boundary. And if you can't stand up to your parents and set that boundary, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to live a good life. You're never going to be comfortable. Because imagine your parents bringing their toxicity and their condescending energy and their low vibrational energy and their bad behavior 
and then introducing it to your children, their future grandchildren. Imagine them bringing that smoke to your to, to your life and your future children and your future partner or spouse if you ever decide to get married or you ever decide to settle down with somebody. Imagine if they bring that kind of shit to your relatives in the future. You wouldn't like that very much. So respectfully, you don't have to cuss nobody out, but keep them where they need to be kept and then just act accordingly. Same thing can apply for if you have certain relatives or friends that are toxic. You know, you know they're toxic. You know they do stupid shit. Don't offer to hang out with them. Don't invite them out. Keep it pushing. Wish them well. Say happy birthday. Maybe go to a gathering and then just leave it at that. And then eventually they'll heal and become better people when they're ready to. And if not, all fucking well. That's not your business and you're not anybody's therapist. It sucks that a lot of us can't really have that Brady Bunch or a lot of us can't really have that, you know, that, that whole family feud type of vibe or that whole full house type of vibe. It sucks that a lot of us can't really have that, but it just is what it is. Some people have it and some people don't. And it's unfortunate because a lot of people are going to listen to this and be like, well, I can't relate. I'm close to my family. Must be nice, bitch. Good for you. Great. Keep that. Hold on to that. That's great. A lot of us don't have that luxury. You know, I don't want people to listen to this and turn it into a, well, y'all just dramatic. Y'all need to just talk it out. Well, here's the thing, though. A lot of family members aren't willing to talk it out. A lot of family members are just willing to just be judgmental, condescending, not hear you out, not listen to you, and not be respectful, not respect your boundaries, and not see where you're coming from. They just make it all about them and feel like everybody should just be fake, zip it, and tolerate everybody's toxicity. But no, 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 bitch. You shouldn't have to tolerate somebody's somebody's behavior. You shouldn't have to tolerate somebody's toxicity. You shouldn't have to zip it just because your grandma is a condescending bitch. You shouldn't have to zip it and be fake because your dad is a bad person. Anytime you try to address his behavior or anytime you make it clear that it's bothering you, he just ignores it and doesn't listen. That's all I got to say. So I hope everybody was willing to take something from this podcast, learn something from it, listen to it thoroughly, just respect the fact that some people just won't change and you're not everybody's therapist and respect the fact that even if it's your damn parents, bitches gotta get called out. It's just that simple because at the end of the day, your parents are no one special. They're just people that had sex and had you. So look at your parents as people rather than look at them as your parents, even if you're underage. Just look at them as people. You know, you don't have to go around cussing them out or disrespecting them, but look at them as people. And when and what do you do to people who are toxic and who are mistreating you, not making you uncomfortable? You hold them accountable and you act accordingly so that way they have no access to disrespect you anymore if they're choosing to not listen to you or respect your boundaries. And that's just that on that. So please be sure to stream this podcast everywhere. Thank you so much to everyone that's listening on Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify. Thank you to everyone that's streaming my podcast. Thank you to everyone that's watching on Patreon. I appreciate y'all so much. I'm really going to set my podcast cookies up. Thank you guys for listening. And yeah, that's that. Time out is over. Here we go. Album on the way, y'all. Mm. You think I'll leave your side, baby? You know me better than that. Think I'd even tell when you're tired of it. I'd even do that. Oh, I'll feel your eyes. I'll tell you. You're right where you are, and if only you can see into me. Oh, when you're cold, 
to me oh when you're cold I'll be there hold you tight to me Ooh. when you're on the outside baby you can't get in I will show you you're so much better than you cold and you're hold I can't get back again. I will find you, darling, and I will bring you home. And if you want to cry, I am here to dry your eyes. Oh, I'll be there for you to me. Oh, when you're cold, I'll be there, hold you tight to me. That's all you get for free.